Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Rooted Strength Method with your girl, Morena. And first of all, happy spring. Happy spring, my friends. It is gorgeous at the moment. Um, I just went for my walk outside. I walk every day. I walked through the winter. <laughs> I walk my dog, you know, every day, and I walk through the winter as well. And now it's just so refreshing it's so gorgeous to see things blooming and coming into seeing life again, right? I have a friend that's just like, wow, everything lives again. And right now, um, astrologically, if you're one of those people who follows astrology, it's such an important moment as well, right? And um, yesterday was a new moon. So you have all these um, beautiful things that reflect positive change or let's say um reflect some kind of uh kind of like a trampoline you can jump on <laughs> towards positive change okay so in today's episode i wanted to talk to you about a particular thing i wanted to ask you a question right are you a good receiver again are you a good receiver? And then if you go Morena, receiver of what? A receiver of many things, right? Because sometimes, sometimes we're not very good at receiving. And this can stunt our own growth. And this can make things difficult, right? I'll give the simplest, the simplest, um, the simplest um, example, right? Some people can't take a compliment. They're not good at receiving a compliment. I am saying that because I was one of those people. I had a very hard time receiving a compliment because I thought about all these things. Like I overthought about the compliment and couldn't even receive it, right? Because I didn't think that maybe those compliments were real to me or that people were really giving them to me or that I deserve them or so many things, you know, the human brain, we're, we're a trip. We're all over the place. And um, in martial arts, that can be criticism. Criticism is very hard to take. But if you are receiving positive criticism or even negative criticism, criticism period is something that you can kind of, you know, take a step back, get a bird's eye view right? I always like to think about that. Take a step back and get the whole picture and see if that is important information to create the change that you want, you know, for the future, because maybe it's just a reflection. So before um, I used to get, and again, I'm always coming from a place where I was there. Okay. I was there. I was there. You guys are like, no, you were always wise. I have a friend that told me that before. I can't even imagine. I was like, oh, whoa, I can't imagine because I was there where I was ignorant, where I didn't see those things. Right. And receiving um, criticism from someone, especially in the martial arts world, because it's such an ego driven world. It is. It can be. It depends on your environment. It really depends upon the teacher. It really depends upon how he, she, or other establishes that environment, sets um, the expectations, right? All of this needs to have some kind of a structure. People need to understand what is expected of them and what is not accepted 
right? But um, it is nevertheless a very highly competitive and it can be ego-driven by everyone. I'm not talking about like every gym is going to have, every person is going to have, we all have egos. (laughs) I mean, come on now. It's impossible not to happen. So you're going there and maybe, um, let's say I'm rolling with you. We're going to talk about jujitsu because it's always right in your face. Let's say I'm rolling with you and let's say I'm much smaller than you. This is my reality. It happens to me all the time. I'm much smaller than you and I'm a woman. I roll with you. Maybe you're a bigger man, but you're a beginner. Or maybe you're not a beginner, but you know, I'm a small woman. And when we begin to roll, you say, you know, um, it's okay. I'll take it easy on you. This is my reality, right? This is my reality. It happens to me. I know people don't mean badly. Nowadays, I understand how to handle it. I thank them because this is their way of expressing concern for me. Rather, it's coming for a place for from a place of fear or not. Most of the time, it's not. Most of the time, they really want to be careful. Why? Because, you know, men were always taught to be caring of women because we're frail and fragile, which is definitely not the reality. I think at some point, this view got so distorted because I know some amazing and strong women. And I know women, when they come to realize their own power, it's like unstoppable. It is unstoppable. It is different. If you're even talking about, you know, pain threshold, a woman has a higher pain threshold than a man. Why? Because we're built for childbirth. So some things are just genetically different. Now, if you're talking about in terms of muscular power, of course, a man will be much stronger than me. Yes, they can be. Well, it really depends, but I'm really strong because I have consistency of many, many years of training on my side. So the muscles, my muscles are different at this point, but nevertheless, we are different, you know, in size and in power. So jujitsu makes things equal. It levels the ground, especially if you're going um, kimono, if I'm if I'm going with a gi, right? Because then with a gi, you know, my jujitsu people out there, I'm sorry if you people don't understand everyone else who's listening, but this is just jujitsu lingo that I'm going to go through for a second. So if you're with a gi, um, which is the kimono, right? And I can literally use it to my advantage, right? I can understand the mechanics of it, where it pushes, where it pulls, leverage over power, because that really is what jujitsu is. That's why it's, you know, a human chess game. But nevertheless, I constantly get underestimated. And right now, I don't even get upset about it. Again, it's just the way it is. Um, And then um, things happen in a different way, in a different narrative than the other person thought. When they thought they were going to be, you know, careful with me, they realized that I really, really understand jujitsu. Not because I'm better than anyone. It never comes from that place. It's sheer experience. Experience, consistency, dedication, a road that has been paved. That, you cannot fake that. You cannot fake that. It either happens or it doesn't happen for you. And in martial arts, we know each other. We know the people who, you know, have been there. We understand each other when we see each other. True? Um... It's, it's just how it is. You know, wolves are always together, right? In Portuguese, we like, we don't say wolves, we say eagles, eagles fly together. And we do. 
Um, and there's there's different people. There are people who are coming into the jujitsu world and um, they are practicing this new art and they have this idea that, you know, power can overcome everything. It can overcome a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. If I say that I don't like being stupid strong, I am lying. I love my strength. But let's say that this happened, flips their reality, boom, flips their reality. Okay. This is a moment. This is a teaching moment where I can help them, right? See the full view so they can get better. Because I don't mind at this point in my life, I need better training. So the better my partners get, the people who train on my mats, the better I can get. And the more they grow, the more I can grow because things start to get difficult for me. And I realize that growth never happens in an easy place. It happens in the difficult times. So whenever I start going through difficulty on the mats, nowadays I realize I'm like, oh, I'm real close to something new, huh? It's frustrating right now. I see Something is going to suddenly come to light. I just have to keep on going, right? Because you you can't feel 100% good out of this all the time and you can't win all the time. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Because winning is, is, is great satisfaction. It's great. But doing something wrong can teach you so much. So let's say I try to go ahead and, you know, let them know what happened. And sometimes I can tell that they are definitely not open for it. Definitely not open. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know, just because I let you there or, and they'll continue to try it again, or they'll be like, sure, sure, sure. And not pay attention to it, you know, but then it could happen that maybe they're really open to it. Maybe I just had an opportunity to show them a different reality. And if they're good at receiving this moment and receiving this criticism, they will be understanding that this is an art form, a martial art form. And it requires respect, dedication, time, their own road paved, right? Same way if you receive a compliment. Some people are... Not good at receiving, not good at giving. Some people don't like to compliment other people. You know, they, they don't, especially like they'll be like, oh, you know, their head is going to blow up. But it's good. When you give people a compliment, you make them feel good. You make them feel inspired to keep going. It's nice to feel good sometimes. I love getting compliments. Come on now. You know, but um, when I'm working hard towards growth for myself, and again, not for others, for myself, then I feel deserving of receiving that compliment, right? But then let's talk about in a different context. Maybe it's um, receiving anything in life, right? Just being open for good things to happen, to receive what the world can possibly give you. Because you can close yourself up emotionally, you can, your perception, you can close yourself up because, you know, you hurt or something happened or you had a bad experience, then you're going to flip your mindset to one that is protective, one that is closed, one that is not open to receiving anything, really, anything, really. So right now it has been proven by science that, you know, vibrations, they are real, right? The law of attraction is real, right? But all of this requires work for you to maintain yourself in that wavelength that you are open to receiving, right? 
open to receiving. So how are you living your life? What kind of state of mind are you in? What kind of emotional mindset are you in? What kind of, you know, just mental mindset are you in? There are all kinds of mindset or should I say, you know, feels or moments or whatever you want to say, you know? Um, but how are those things in your life feeling for you? So, and are you open to receiving these things, you know? Um, I'm big on manifestation. I do it. Yesterday was a full, um, new moon, right? So a new moon, usually I go and I write down in my journal. Yes, I journal because I want to keep track of my growth. I want to to record my thoughts and my triumphs and my questions and my realizations, right? And then also the things I want to work towards and also the things I need to let go of, right? So I usually do that through a new moon cycle. I go and I write down the things that I want to bring into my life and the things that I want to accomplish. And I dream big. I like to dream big, right? And when I really believe in it, I stay consistent with that dream. I write it everywhere. I make sure that my brain remembers that that's what I'm working towards, you know? So I am open to receiving any kind of criticism, any kind of situation in my life, because I know that most of them will most likely propel me towards my goal. Most of them are there to teach me, even the difficult ones, even the difficult people, even the difficult situations, the difficult days. They are there especially, not even, especially the difficult days. They're there to teach you, to teach you the difference. So you can be more open and perceptive and receptive to receiving, right? Because right now, this morning, I went, I went on my walk with my dog, right? And like I said, it's, it's spring now. It's spring now. And things are starting to bloom. And I can see the tiny little buds coming on some flowers. Because here before, you know, they become green, some flowers come out. And they're the most beautiful flowers. And it's one of my favorite seasons to watch. Because you literally get to see the trees coming back to life. It's such a beautiful process, right? But I definitely dislike the cold. (laughs) But I walked every day in the cold, walked every day in the cold, every day. Um, So I can open myself to understand the beauty of what it is to be out in the winter, to keep myself open to seeing what beauty was out there in the winter. And now I am here being receptive to the moments I can receive, the mindful moments of watching life bloom again now in spring. But the only reason why that is so very, I mean, I've always loved nature and plants and trees. I'm from Belém do Pará in Brazil, which is right smack, like stuck to the Amazon. And a lot of my family is in Manaus, which is in the Amazon. So I grew up there. We have a lot of indigenous people It is in my tradition to fish, to hunt. Um, And I've had many experiences like that throughout my life in Brazil where, you know, I watched my mother fish and just be there and next to a river, open a fish shop, get it ready, build a fire. And right now, they're some of my most cherished moments because they hold a very special memory of childhood um, that we don't have anymore for our children. It's difficult. In order for us to give this kind of experience, we really have to be really um, objective about making it happen, right? And 
even though I had all these experiences in Brazil and I grew up next to nature, I ended up, you know, moving to the United States after. And the United States still had a lot of nature. But then I ended up moving to the Middle East. I lived in the middle of the desert. All I saw was sand, right? And to me, I noticed right away the difference that it would make on my skin, um, obviously because it was crazy dry, but also like on my being, on myself, not touching, not smelling, not being around, not, you know, like there were date trees there and it's not the same. And the trees that live there, they're kind of like this kind of gray, pale color. I mean, everything has its beauty. I've done some amazing things there. They're like camping in the middle of the desert. That was beautiful. People are nocturnal there or camping next to the beach. But then you're like in a Muslim country and that's difficult for you to have freedom. Me as a Brazilian, it's very different um, for me to have freedom in places like this. But I did have those experiences those difficult moments that made me be open to receiving the great gift that it is watching this walk this morning and seeing the buds and seeing things come to life because the struggle taught me how to appreciate this moment. Now, same thing for my capoeira road career and my jiu-jitsu career. I learned from many, many, many many different people because you would like to say that it is your master only that teaches you along your road but it is not it is your particular road your situations the way you handle them the way you move on from them what you take what lessons you learn what you receive from the bad from the good from the growth from the journey and you can only receive if you are present in the now, right? Because if you're present, you're able to, oh, oh, wow, that's interesting. That's such a new point of view. I never thought of this before. Sometimes that's how it will hit you, a problem, right? At this moment in my life, I'm in a problem where like anything that happens, it could be good, it could be bad, it could be... I open myself up, okay, in a practice for receiving, right? I just learned this and I really want to share it with you guys because it, I thought it was such a beautiful and um, simple practice to open yourself up for receiving, right? So if you're all over social media, you've seen that video that goes, the earth is magnetic, the uh, sky is electromagnetic. We are literally the conductors that put the two together. That's literally it. We have to be open to receiving and connected, right? Thus rooted. That's why I keep telling people they need to be rooting. Uh, wow, a blue jay just landed in the tree right in front of me. And it is a gorgeous. So I'm saying open to these moments, moments of beauty, the simplicity of living a life. Right? Do you even go for a walk without your phone? Most people don't do that. I go for my walk without my phone or else I'm not open to receiving. I'm just saying. So the practice is this. Oh, it's usually when I do my walking meditations as well, by the way, by the way. So the practice is this. So take your time now. Stop where you are. Stop where you are. You can put a hand on your heart and a hand on your belly if you want. Um, or you can just put your arms down easy. Start to breathe in. 
Keep it low and slow. Nice deep inhale. And when you exhale, begin to kind of shake your body a little bit. You know, like us fighters do. We do that all the time. Inhale again. And exhale. And begin breathing. Continue to breathe, right? Slow. Exhale as if through a straw. And with that breath, start softening the front of the body. And imagine that each breath is opening up the front of the body. Most of us are very rigid. We're closed on purpose because of life. And in that softening of the body, can you open yourself to receiving? Can you bring in this sensation of radiating, being a true receptor and receiving, right? And receiving the positivity, the good things, the positive, the vibrations. Being reminded that we attract what we think about. So we need to keep our garden, our head, our mind, our thoughts clean. Good. And now, check that shift. Check how you feel now. You should feel tons better. Because it's a simple practice. But this just brought you to the now. This just made you feel open. This just probably changed your whole posture. If you did it before and after, you would notice it. Because I've done it plenty with clients and it works. Okay? On that note, take some time and breathe. Your body, your mind, your emotions... They will thank you for it. Your you will thank you for it. On another note, my membership is finally open. And for those of you that want to come with me and build with me, we're still at 30% off on that first month. We do have a training tomorrow, which is Thursday. Those trainings are, again, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 a.m. Eastern time. That's New York City time. Oh, Morena, I don't have time to be there. Unfortunately, I work. It does not matter all classes are recorded. We will have accountability. We will have a community. No, the community is not on social media. I'm trying to get people out of there. I'm actually also trying to find balance so I'm not there all the time. Because though I love empowering you guys, what I really want is for all of us to be a little bit more mindful of how we live our lives. Because it is very unfair for ourselves, for our loved ones, for our short time in this earth, that we spend this precious moment on autopilot. It is sad. So begin being in the now, paying attention, letting your phone down, letting the sense of urgency go so that you are open to receiving all the things that each little moment has for you because they were all perfectly made just for you. The universe, God, um, beyond whatever higher power you admire or if you don't 
Science can prove it enough, okay? Keeping ourselves, you know, with good thoughts, good emotions, good movement, right? Good nourishment. Touch a tree, go out in the sun, step in the sand, drink lots of water, sleep well. These are simple remedies. These are important remedies. And imagine if you paid attention to the energy of the food you're taking in. Then it'd be like everything. I'm just saying. Take care, my people. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for empowering me. And I have so many plans after this membership is all set. I want to continue to grow this podcast and start bringing light to some amazing people that I admire in the martial arts community that are doing their thing um, for all of us, right? Peace out, my friends. You guys are all that in the bag of chips. Os Ashe. Y'all the bomb.